This is a Positivity Podcast. We will discuss ships of all shapes and sizes. From the pure to the problematic, no ship is off limits. Any ship discussed in this episode is a work of fiction. It's not real, so therefore, it doesn't really matter. If you don't like the OTP we discuss in this episode, why don't you go outside, take a walk, and don't listen to this episode. We'll see you next time. That was like the most perfect countdown I think I've ever done. So thank you for that. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Welcome back to the One True Podcast, a podcast where we talk about OTPs, shipping, one true pairings, and all of that great stuff. Today we have an OTP whose name I can barely say, but luckily my special <laughs> guest can say it pretty well. So first and foremost, who are you, my special guest? What would you like to be called on this show? Hi, my name is Brie. I go by Cafeana on AO3, Tumblr, Twitter, like everywhere, but you can call me Brie. All right, Brie, what OTP are we talking about today? My OTP is Toga Chaco. They're the characters from My Hero Academia. Dang, we love girls. Yes, I love girls. All right, so for those of us living under a rock, Brie, can you tell us who are Toga and Ochako? All right, Ochako is a student in the UA class, 1A. She's one of Deku's, like, main classmates. And she has the power to control gravity. And Toga is one of the villains of the story. And she has the power where she can turn into people when she drinks their blood. That's so interesting. So when was the moment you started shipping these two characters? Okay, so the moment is, like, I was watching the uh, the arc where they, like, they're going on the training in the woods and they have an encounter where they run into each other and there's a scene where like they're fighting and uh, Toga realizes that Ochako has feelings for Deku too and so she says you're delightful too and I was like oh that is such a good hook line but like I didn't ship them yet until I went out into like the broader fandom and I started seeing like fan art and fanfics and then I was like okay yeah I'm here show me the discord let me see everything <laughs> open the pearly gates i am here ready to receive the otp that's so awesome so what aspects of their relationship do you particularly enjoy i feel like i really enjoy how it's strange because like they are so different in so many ways like how they react to people how they talk how like they kind of like walk through their day-to-day lives but, like, I really like when they're in a room together because both of them are just trying to understand the other person. Like, particularly, like, with Ochiko with Toga. Uh, like, they had a scene recently where, like, uh, Ochiko really looks like she's just trying to... She's starting to understand uh, who Toga is and why she is the way she is. And I think that's so interesting because, like, in a way, they just keep missing each other right when one of them is about to get each other. I am totally not caught up with the manga <gasps> okay. at this point. So, so has there been any other moments other than that one that kind of led up to this newfound understanding okay so uh i have notes on this like anytime they interact yes okay the notes this could be a fic i can do this so like i like write down like what they say to each other and like i try to keep that in mind so i can go back and maybe like say like oh from this perspective or that perspective that'd be so cool but 
they have like so many little scenes. It's not like they're meeting each other all the time, like, but they do meet each other. So they're kind of like a Ochako is Toga's hero and Toga is Ochako's villain. They're the ones that run into each other the most. They understand how the other fights. And in a way, like, that is kind of like helping like Toga like grow in her own way and grow in her own power. And it's kind of like the big scene is when Toga has like, it's kind of like plot wise, like this is in the anime, but like uh, Toga has a vial of Ochiko's blood and she takes it to kind of like get away from these other people that are chasing her. And uh, she's actually able to use Ochiko's quirk, which is something that was unheard of for her at the time. She didn't know that she could do that. But it was because, like, she understands how the quirk works and she's close to the person. And those are two, like, conditions that she has to have in order to do it. And it's just so interesting because it just brings them closer together. Like, I can even use your quirk. I understand you. Ooh, get you an OTP that has that level of, like, understanding and intimacy. Yes, I, like... I just love them so much. At least, like, the more I think about it, the more I'm, like... They just work for me in a certain way. I don't know why that is, but they just work so well for me. And it seems based on even canon art that they work really well for Horikoshi yes. as well. I think He's, like half of Horikoshi's like official fan art is of them it too. Is. It's just like them sharing clothes. It's them together. And like he's starting to draw Toga like just incorporated with the main cast. And that is like killing me because like I would love to see her just hanging out with like uh Ochako and Deku too together like I think it'd be so cool like if she like you know switch sides but not really because I don't want her to like compromise her values and the reason why she's fighting and why she's with the League of Villains but I would just like to see them together well it kind of reminds me a little bit of I don't want to say like Harley Quinn and yes. Poison Ivy but that kind of you know female they're not really villains mm -hmm. but they can be villains but sometimes they fight for good so I don't know that might be interesting to see pan out within the last uh i don't know how many chapters are left of my hero academia but i hear it's ending soon no yeah it is it's like uh where we are right now i actually caught up last night um like they had a couple more scenes and like toga had something that she said ochako it just ripped my heart out i was like i don't want to say any spoilers especially for anyone who doesn't it's not caught up but still really likes the pairing but i'm like they just keep tearing my heart out, and I love it, because I love the angst. The angst between them is such good potential. I love it. And speaking of potential, so when you are looking at those fics, art, comics, anything you got, is there a point of view that you tend to gravitate more towards, Ochako's or Toga's? That's the hard part, because like, I feel like I'm always like trying to write from Ochako's perspective, but the thing is, Toga just confuses me so much. Anytime I get a thread of understanding her more, even like a little bit, I tr just dive down this rabbit hole of writing like a whole fic for her. So then what are your top three things that you look for in an Ochako POV and a Toga POV? Okay, one thing I always look for, I, I do like that people acknowledge that Toga also loves Deku. I feel like we don't have to like cut that out. We don't have to like be that. It doesn't have to be an issue. Like she is like she loves multiple people. She's allowed to love multiple people. But I do like the idea that, you know, maybe Toga, like maybe Ochiko is her favorite person. Or one of her favorite people or the person who, un who tries to understand her the most. Uh, another thing I like, I... 
I just really love, I really want to see them laugh together. So I always look for that. I want them to kind of like have a moment of, oh my God, that was hilarious. Or like even just like, oh, that was so awkward. But like, you know, we're okay. All right, so like I'll be reading a fic where like uh, Togo will say something and Ochiko will be like, okay, wasn't expecting you to say that, but moving on, let's go. I I love that hilarity from between them. And like, for three, I I just kind of like just, I don't know, just seeing them interact like in any way. I don't know like why I feel like they're like such a rare pair to me because like Koroko, she's always writing something. There's always something. So I feel like I'm very well fed fandom wise, but I just like love seeing them together or working together. So in regards to tropes, then would you say you like the more fluffy stuff or the angsty stuff? Oh, angsty stuff. A hundred percent. I, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I go for ships with angst potential. Like if it looks like it can do emotional damage on 10, I'm like, let's do it. So then what would you say is probably the angstiest part about this OTP since that's what you prefer? Oh, God. I think it's like they keep missing each other. It's just I like the idea that like, oh, kind of like where it is in the manga right now. Uh, Toga has been like gunning for Ochiko this entire time. Every time they see each other, it's a, oh, hey, Ochiko, how are you doing? And it's it's so cute. And she's like so open about how she feels. And Ochiko doesn't understand it because in her mind, this is a villain. This is a villain that's going to hurt me. This is a villain that's here to fight me. But that's not like her full intention. She's just playing. In her mind, this is playing. It's just kind of like how in Toga's mind, like drinking someone's blood is similar to a kiss. And I feel like like once I got that, a lot of their interactions started to make more sense to me. I'm like, oh, she is head over heels for her. She's head over heels for both of them. Do you like exploring that aspect of their relationship? Because Ochiko also kind of has feelings for Deku. Mm -hmm. Do you enjoy including him or would you rather? I, I know you said like you would be okay with it, but if you had a preference, what would you prefer? I like that they do talk about it because I feel like it'd be like a good starting point. Like it's them talking about love and feelings and how that makes them feel. Because in a way, both of them have feelings for Deku and that kind of makes them want to become stronger and want to become more and with Ochako she kind of like locks up her feelings for Deku and she says I'm going to ignore this so I can grow for myself as a person which I really appreciate I love that narratively and then it kind of allowed her to kind of move forward and also like be friends with him but like not let her feelings for him kind of like hamper her own growth and I feel like for Toga it kind of like brought her closer to kind of seeing herself as other people see her and I don't think that really helped her too much because I feel like that did upset her in a way. But then I feel like that kind of solidified more like where she is standing now, like with the whole with the war and with the League of Villains and everything. All right. So before we kind of cut to the mid episode portion, how would you like to see their relationship end? Because, again, we don't know what the ending is yet. Mm -hmm. And it's okay if you get into spoilers. This is a spoiler-friendly okay. podcast. Awesome. How would you like to see it end? Oh, God. I would love, like, I would love even for them to just be friends. That would be amazing. But if they could have, like, if they could even give me the ambiguous, like, they're on a date together, I would die happy. Like, that is that is for me. Or, like, even just, like, 
even just Ochiko just preferring to be around Toga or like wanting to be around Toga more or like becoming really close friends with her, kind of like how she is with Sue, like that would be perfect for me. Personally, I would like to see one of those moments where Ochako is like, you have a choice. You could be a villain or you can help us out. And I think it would be really cool to kind of see Toga make the decision to maybe do something good for once because Mm -hmm. Ochako was the one who asked her. I think that would be a really choice moment. Oh, God, I would love it if Ochako asked her. But it's kind of like where we are right now. And you don't mind if I say it, do you? Not at all. Okay, so where we are right now uh toga like legit she says verbatim i wrote it down she's like i'm done with both of you because she's fighting uh deku oh no (laughs) yeah she's fighting deku and ochako and she's like i'm done with both of you and it's a moment of oh shit this is her this is her villain moment this is her villain moment and ochako's like wait we still have to talk about love and toga just takes off she is done with both of them because they're they both answer her question that she asked them in like chapter 288 she's like so I'm doing all these terrible things. What are you going to do to me? And she gets her answer from Ochiko. And then she gets her answer from Deku. And she's like, okay, so this is how you see me. You can't love me for my atrocities. I'm done. And I'm like, and they're just starting to open up to her. And I'm like, oh my God. Especially Ochiko, she's starting to open up to her. And I'm like, they just missed each other. This angst is perfect. But oh my God, my heart hurts. As I always say, we love the canon. The canon is so great, but sometimes we crave a little something extra. So Brie, have you written anything extra for your OTP? I have written so much, particularly eight picks. Ooh, yeah. yes. So why don't you pick your top three that you were the most proud of? Give us a little summary, a little TLDR to spread that OTP love. All right. So one of the ones I wrote, it's for chapter 288. It's so ingrained in my brain. It's called The World Has Teeth, Like You Are Me. And that one is essentially um, Toga going to fight Ochiko, but all from her perspective. And it's her thinking about how, like, if these are the heroes see us, like, how do they see me? If this can happen to Jin, how can this happen to me? And it's kind of... Uh, she meets Ochiko, and it's the misunderstanding, and it's the beginning of the fight. And it's just very introspective. I really like it because it's so angsty. And, like, I told myself at the time I have no time to write anything. I saw the panels for it, and I was like, I have some time. And I wrote 18 pa- like wrote eighteen pages. <laughs> I have some time 18 pages later. Yes. <laughs> and then one of my newest ones, I love this one so much. It's my baby. It's called Under the Knife. It's essentially, like, an AU where... Uh, The night before Toga goes on the run, like in the canon storyline, the night before she goes on the run to kind of like start her life as a villain, uh, she goes to spend the night at Ochiko's house. So it's kind of set up that they went to middle school together. So she knows that Ochiko's going to start UA soon. And I kind of messed with the timeline a bit. And she just committed her first crime. So they spend the night together. Ochiko has no idea because she hasn't been at school for a while. She hasn't been on her phone or anything. And so Toga spends the night with her and they kind of just talk. And I feel like it's a good moment of Toga just realizing everything that she's leaving behind in order to have the freedom she wants to live the life she wants. And then 
I got someone told me to comment this one because this was one of my first Togachako fix. It's called Girl at the Rock Show, which is kind of like based off that uh, that one pop punk song. Uh, so essentially, it's Ochako's new in town. She's going out to a bar with Kiri and Bakugo, and they go see a new band. It's completely AU, so the band is called LOV, of course. And it's a pit concert, and it's on Valentine's Day. And she ends up, like, making eyes at the bassist, and they end up meeting later, and they have a conversation. It's kind of like a just cute little moment of, like, you know, when you're in your early 20s, and you're in a new town, and you're like, oh, God, what's my life going to be? And you just kind of meet people. Very, very cool. All right, so now is the time where you can share your favorite fanfics to read that are written by other people. So give me your, let's do top five. Tojako, Tojako, Tojiki. I am so bad at this, but you know what I mean. To, yeah. to, to, <laughs> it's so hard to say. It's such a tongue twister. I had to mutter it to myself. Somebody Ochatoga is probably what I'm going to end up saying because that's easier for me. Ochatoga. But that's it's the balloon and the knife. There we go. Li- balloon knife. I love it. Balloon knife. All right. So I don't read a lot of fix for like the. Um, the fandoms that I'm writing for, like, or, like, for the ships I'm writing for, mainly because, like, I'm always, like, I'm in my own little bubble. But I do have a couple. So the one fic that actually did, like, fully get me into Togachako, I call her, like, the queen of Togachako. It's called The Veil Between by Omoka. And it's about the two of them having a date at a graveyard, and it has a little mysterious ending. So I feel like everyone should read that one. One, because it's so cute. Two, it's really well written. Three, just because I said so. And I have another one, and I have to admit, I am a big fan of the podcast, so I was re-listening to the Enemies to Lovers episode. So I have a The Devil is a Part-Timer fic AU, and it's called Love and Danger with a Side of Fries by Bitter Moons, and I also really love Bitter Moons. All of their work is so amazing. And... And then, of course, everything on the entire Togachako Freaks and Friends collection on AO3, it's kind of, it's run by Omoka, I'm very sure, and they just kind of collect all of the Togachako fix that kind of fit certain requirements, so I don't think it's anything M-rated or anything E-rated, but it's just a lot of fix about them uh, all across the board. Hell yeah! So now, when you are looking for fix art, whatever to consume when you're in the mood do you tend to gravitate more towards canon compliant or au type narratives i feel like i am one of those people i am just like worshiping at the feet of canon right now because it's giving me everything i love in like a good i want to say enemies to lovers it's giving me everything i love in a good enemies to lovers fic hell yeah so what are the moments you like to read fan fiction about I kind of like to see like different moments and chapters from the other person's perspective or kind of like with more context when we get more information. So kind of like the more we learn about Toga and her background and kind of how she was raised and why she does the things she does, it makes more sense when you see the conversations that she has. So I love seeing the context of her family, her feeling like she has to like fit into a certain mold but also, like, talking to Ochiko about, like, how she loves her and she wants to drink her blood. Because in that way, that's her way of feeling close to someone. That is her way of being close to people. Yeah. Amazing. So, if you could manifest three AUs 
for this OTP, what would they be? Okay, hands down, I need a Killing Eve AU for them. I've been talking Ooh, about it for years. That would cool. be so good. They would be so good. Like I, oh, actually, yeah, I did. Actually, I wrote an AU for that. Oh boy, <laughs> I did that. So yeah, it, it's called Nothing's Gonna Hurt You. Um, it's the scene from, I think, season two where they're dancing together. It's so, like. Toga is on the run from heroes. Ochako is on the run from villains, but she's working with villains. And they kind of meet at a dance hall. And they just decide to dance and have a good night together. And it's a moment where they kind of like, they're like, yeah, we do like each other, but it's all below the surface. We're not going to talk about it. But then that all comes to the surface and then they kiss. And I love that. And I'm trying to think, what's another AU I'd love for them? I think I just love vampires for them. The idea of vampires. And maybe another AU. Fairies. And I am saying all of this knowing I have all of those in my works in progress folder. So I'm <laughs> not only manifesting, I am building. Hell yeah. That's so awesome. All right. So now we are rounding up to that penultimate question. So, Brie, mm -hmm. is there anything else you would like to say about Ochotoga that we haven't already said thus far? Uh, I would say to listen to the song Red Means I Love You by Mads Buckley. Like, she wrote that song for Toga, but it just feels like my quintessential, like, Toga Chaco song. Why? What What are the lyrics like? What do they kind of delve into? Oh, okay. I'm about to sing. So it's like, so my insides are red and yours are too. It's so cute in a way that it's bloody like it's i really like that part about toga like just aesthetically she is just like a she's a darling little cat and she has a bloody mouse that is kind of her whole shtick that is what she's doing that's also very weird to say i'm very sorry uh but it's such a good cute song but it's about drinking blood and it kind of fits the vibe of the otp if it's if it's their vibe Nice. And it's basically Ochako, uh, it's basically Toga saying that she loves her and the red blood means that she loves her. All right. Well, that's very awesome. So now it's time for that final question. Y'all already know what it is. If you could sum up your OTP in three to five words or maybe a short sentence, what would that be? I would say three words uh, or two words, depending. Girlhood gothic. Ooh, I love that. That sounds like the yeah. name of a fic title. I like a nice like high school working. like a high school AU. Like yes. ooh. Like no powers, just like I dig it. Yeah, it's just them working through it's the thing is, is they they take all of my speech away, so I'm just kinda <laughs> like bumbling through this like no. I love them. There's only this. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that just the way though, when the OTP hits just right, that's just the way. They take all my speech. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much, Brie, for coming on the show to talk about Toga Chaco. I think I finally said it right. Uh, you so, got it. Yay. <laughs> so now's the time where you get to plug your stuff. Where can we find you on social media? What are your ats? You can find me on Twitter at Cafe Anna Fix, and you can find me on AO3 and fanfiction.net, the mother, at Cafe Anna. Ooh, the mother. Mother the has mother. arrived. <laughs> she raised me. She knows everything about me. <laughs> oh, oh, that's good. That's good. Yes. Um, 
And if you like what you heard, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe. We have a shit ton of episodes in our backlog about other My Hero Academia ships, other girl ships, very great stuff. We're found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are readily available and easy to listen to. We have a t-shirt fundraiser that will benefit the Center for Reproductive Rights. So if you want to show your friends that you have top tier taste in podcasts, mosey on over and buy an OTP shirt and support the Center. We would really appreciate it if you did. We have several social medias. Our handle is at the one true pod. We post ship positivity, memes, things like that. Find us on social media. Just go to a site and see if we're there. I don't know. Odds are we probably are maybe because I like hoard this domain. So <laughs> just check it out and find us. And if you want to be a guest on the show, all you got to do is slide into my DMs or send me an email at the one true pod at gmail.com. One more time. Thank you, Bree, for coming on the show and I'll see you next time. Bye.